So, I had something very exciting happen on Sunday night. Do we have those pictures? We got a doggy. And she's super cute, and she's already trained. She's a year old, so she is already potty trained and like knows how to sit, stay, all that stuff, which is amazing, because in this state, I just don't want to deal with it. And the boys adore her. Ezekiel has decided that it is his doggy. He always says, it's my doggy. He tells me probably 50 times a day, Mommy, look, I have a doggy. It's my doggy. Well, it's everybody's doggy. No, it's my doggy. Okay, I'm going to remember that. As soon as you learn how to pick up poop, that is your job. Your doggy, you said it. <laughs> Hopefully he remembers it back then, then too. Right now she is, uh, since we only had her since Sunday night, she's learning how to fit into the family and who is the alpha dog. I don't know if you guys know anything about dogs, but they're pack animals. So they want to figure out who's the boss in the house and like where they fit and where they rank at. So whenever Daniel comes in, and he goes to say hi to her. She immediately comes and submits. Well, what that looks like for a girl dog is she pees on the floor. <laughs> yeah. That's disgusting. Especially since, like, right now being pregnant, I have heightened smells. So, like, you go to put, like, all the towels in the laundry thing, hamper, which is in our bathroom. And I'm like, okay, time to do laundry, like, today. <laughs> so she's learning Daniel is not going to beat her. That Daniel loves her. She doesn't have to pee every time that he says anything. Because <laughs> even if he's like really excited, like she hasn't even gotten in trouble ever yet from him. And still, she's <laughs> he just says, Stasha, come here. That's her name, Stasha, because she looks like she has a mustache. Anyway. And she <laughs> but immediately she comes and she pees. And it's like, oh, dog, you've got to get to know this family. We do not need to do this. Um. And tonight we're going to talk about is getting to know God. Do you guys ever remember what it was like when you first became friends with your current best friend? Anybody remember that? Did anybody have any wrong assumptions about their best friend? I remember this girl, I was in sixth grade, and she started hanging out with us, a group of my friends, and she just kind of came around. She was about a year younger. And I remember thinking... Wow, she's really young. She's kind of snotty. I don't think I really like this girl. Like, oh, she's coming around, you know, you're just kind of like nice, like, oh, hey, <laughs> okay, you gonna go? <laughs> Anytime now, <laughs> goodbye. Well, anyway, she ended up being my best friend, and she, we were best friends for years. Um, and it's just amazing how often we make assumptions about people, and we think we know them just by spending five minutes with them. I think, can't remember, I think it was seven seconds is how long it takes for someone to make an assumption about you when they first meet you. It's not very long to make a very good impression. Hope you did your hair well. There's <laughs> not really much else that's really based on other than looks, you know. Um, that's sometimes what we do with God. You know, God is good and God is love. And a lot of times we have wrong assumptions about him based on our parents, based on friends, based on things we've heard. And so instead of seeing God for who he is and the good God that he is, we think negative thoughts about him, which are just wrong assumptions. And God really wants to be our friend. Matthew 7, 21 to 23 says, Not all people who sound religious are really godly. They may refer to me as Lord, but they still won't enter the kingdom of heaven. The divisive issue is whether they obey my Father in heaven. On judgment day, many will tell me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name performed many miracles in your name, but I will reply, I never knew you. Go away. The things you did were unauthorized. 
it's possible to do things for God without ever having a relationship with him, without ever having the opportunity to get into heaven. You think about that, you're like, whoa. Now, how often do people think that, oh, I go to church, oh, I do things for God, I, I, I help the homeless, or I prophesied, or I saw miracles. But that's not enough. You can't just know about God. You have to have that relationship with him. Does anybody here like bananas? I need someone who really, really likes bananas. Like, you love bananas. And you can describe one for me. Come here. And who really likes to use hammers? And can describe a hammer for me. Wow, Jacob, you're the only one who likes hammers. Get up here. <laughs> okay, describe for me a banana. Well, the outside and the inside are just like, you know. You know, just in general. Well, Pretend they don't know really what a banana is. What I don't know what a banana is? Oh, wait, you do. They don't. So, or I don't. There's, Say I don't. They there's don't. a banana, right? So it's about the size of this microphone. Okay. Except it's a little curved, you yeah, know, yeah, right? And it's good. yellow. And mm -hmm. okay. it is connected to other bananas <laughs> through the little stem thingy. I did not take plantology, whatever it's okay, called. Okay, I wouldn't get it but, in. Um, <laughs> but um, so when you open up that banana, there is a white banana, which is the actual banana that you eat. Do not eat the outside or else you'll probably die. <laughs> <laughs> That's intense. No, but, yourself, um, bananas. Poisonous. Yeah, so the Got white it. part, right? And connected to that are these little things that I like to peel off because I don't like eating them. It's like these little stringy things. Oh, that, yeah. Um, yeah, like little furry stuff, right? <laughs> right? Furry and it's stuff. kind of. You, don't you, eat fur. Got don't. It. <laughs> okay, I got it. So, I got it. I'm following. But, I'm um, what was I going to say? How does it taste? Oh, it tastes. <laughs> how, how do I. Oh, Is it sweet? Oh, it tastes so sweet. It is. It, <laughs> oh, so sweet. Like it, it tastes. Have you ever had a banana runt? Yeah. It yeah. does not taste like that. Oh, it, okay. um. It, <laughs> well, helpful. I say this. Um, it tastes wonderful. It, um. <laughs> have, you, have you ever had an apple? Yeah. It yeah. does not taste like that either. Oh, good. But, um, good. So, let me so is think. it hard or is it soft? It's really soft. Kind okay. of like. Snow. <laughs> <laughs> or, yes, potatoes. Potatoes. Kind of, kind okay. of if you okay. have a cooked bacon. <laughs> baked, Justin. A cooked bacon? <laughs> okay, but um, okay. so if you have this baked potato, right? You, you know how you, they're kind of just mushy and they're soft. Yes. Or mashed potatoes, right? No, not mashed potatoes. <laughs> but a baked so it's potato. It's soft, it's sweet, it tastes, it's yellow. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's delicious. White. It's, it's white. Um, but, Does it taste yeah. good? Oh, it tastes so good. Oh, so good. Yes, I forgot that part. Like, oh, I, so I could good. probably go to the Meyer right now, and we could get some, and we can eat them, and you'll just understand how good they are. That sounds pretty good. Can I Thank borrow you your no. car? <laughs> can I borrow your car? No. <laughs> nice try, though. Okay, Jacob, a hammer. Tell me about a hammer. Well, they're like wooden and metal, and they're big, and you hit like stuff with big? them. Like this big? Well, they're like... It varies. Got it. But you, 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 you hit stuff with them, and it's sometimes fun to hit stuff if you hit the right stuff. What kind of stuff do I hit? Like, like a chair? 
you hit like no, but you, you like hit nails or like yeah, what? that'll work. That'll work. Like yeah, okay. That that'll work. Nails like this. Yeah, okay. that that you would you would hit with it, or if Got you're it. like frustrated, you can like hit the floor or whatever. I don't oh. know. Well, don't my know. son tries that and but breaks things. Great. Yeah, it's a stress it's reliever. So <laughs> it works. Very good. Thank you, Jacob. That was great. So. Drop a nail. I'm not going to pick it up because I'll probably fall over. So, does everyone agree that this is a banana? Looks like a banana. It, it looks like a pretty good banana, doesn't it? Pretty yummy. It's kind of like the perfect yellow. Little, couple little brown spots, not too green. I don't like them too ripe or too green. They have to be like this. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, would anybody like to eat this banana? This, just, just like this? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. No. <laughs> Anybody else? <laughs> Who's maybe not on drugs or something? <laughs> I'm just saying because she's hurt. Because she's hurt. <laughs> I don't mean really. Okay, anyway. Well, what about this? This look like a hammer? It's kind of little. But Benaya has one just this size, actually. But how many of you think I could actually hammer a nail in with this hammer? Give it a shot? Okay. Let's see if I can find my other nail. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work out. <laughs> Just a theory. I don't know why. So we can know a lot about something. We can see a picture of it even. But there's really no benefit <laughs> to this very limp hammer <laughs> or this very undelicious piece of paper. <laughs> really no nutrition in this, is there? I mean, I guess the paper might have some amount of nutrition, but I'm going to doubt it because it's a tree, right? And who eats trees? Beavers. We're not beavers. <laughs> Sometimes I think we tend to do that same thing to God as well. How many of you guys know who Five Seconds of Summer are? Anybody? So I've learned a ton about them. I know they've been around for two years. Who knows who Luke Hemmings is? He's like the front man. I don't even really know what that means. I'm guessing it means he's like the face of the band. Um, so Luke has two brothers. He's born on July 16, 1996. He's a dog named Molly. He's Australian. His mom is a math teacher. He went to a Christian college. He loves chocolate. His first YouTube video was put out on February 3rd, 2011. He's the most responsible one in the band. He dominates at science. His favorite singer is Josh Ramsey. His favorite ice cream is cookies and cream. His favorite color is blue. His favorite animal is a penguin. His favorite number is seven. I could go on and on and on and on. Like, I know all about how he feels about everything and how, like, I'm like, seriously, people read this stuff. Like, oh my word. Anyway, <laughs> I, but this is going to come as a shock to you guys. Luke and I are not friends. <laughs> I know. It's a rough life. But we're not. But it's amazing how much you can learn about someone without being friends with them, without actually knowing them. I feel like I know the guy after reading so much about him and after seeing his picture and his little videos, and it's pretty easy to feel like, you know, so when anyone else watch a movie and you just feel like you know the character, or like a TV series generally is where it happens for me, when you're like, we watched Smallville, this is old, I know, a long time ago, and I remember afterwards, like a month later, being like, oh, I wonder how Chloe's doing. <laughs> <laughs> 
who cares? She's not real. But still, it was just in my mind, you know? Like, I just felt like I knew her. Of course, I didn't, and she was acting, so none of that was even real. Um, <laughs> God doesn't want us to just know about him. He wants us to feel his presence. He wants us to hear his voice. He wants us to be led by the Holy Spirit. He wants us to actually have that relationship and know more about him than just what we've read or just what we've heard. And God can speak to us while we pray, while we journal, while we paint, while we sing, while we play an instrument, go on a nature walk. You know, everybody here is different. We all have different interests. We all have different likes. And it's just learning how do we incorporate God into those things? How do we make it to where we can receive from God while we're doing everyday things that we love? Because God wants to be a part of all of it. God wants to work through us through all of it. So where do we begin? I asked about 10 students a couple weeks ago um, what they did to develop their relationship with God. just wanted to know. You know they, I know they all had really good, strong relationships, so wanted to hear, and I compiled what they said. And these are just kind of good reminders. Some of them might sound pretty simple, but it's also good to remember because one of the things I noticed when I asked everybody this question, they're like, well, I do have a good relationship with God. Well, how did you develop that? The common theme was, uh, well, I just gotta, it takes a minute. I've got to think about that. <laughs> but it's important to remember because not only for your sake, but so that when you're helping others in their walk with God and your friends are getting saved, you can help them walk through that too. Like, hey, here's how you have a relationship with God. Here's what that looks like. Here's what I did. So you can help them through that. One is reading the Bible, but it goes deeper than that. You know, the Bible says you have not because you ask not. So when we go to open the word and start reading it, you don't just want to read it like a book. You want to ask, did God reveal yourself to me in your word? I want to see amazing things in your word. Help me to understand what I'm reading. And have paper ready. You know, a lot of times we ask God, God, speak to me. But we're not really ready to listen or to hear him. I mean, if the God of the universe is speaking, I want to write it down. I want to forget. I mean, think about the Israelites. They go through, they're in Egypt. They have all these plagues happen. The Red Sea parts before them. They go through. Then Moses goes up on Mount Sinai for 40 days. And when he comes back down, they have made a golden calf to worship. What? What? And I'm just thinking, you know, if it was that easy for them to forget who God is and how good he is, after seeing all the, those miracles, how much easier is it for us? And it's so good to have things written down so that you can go back to them and say, I remember when God said whatever it was. And reading until we get something out of it. That's one of the things I worked on with my small group a few years ago was when we read, we don't just read to get a chapter checked off or to say, oh, read my Bible today, I got that one verse down. But reading, whether it takes three verses before something really hits you, or if it takes three chapters. But just being willing to read, maybe you need to change up where you're at in the Bible, but reading until God speaks to you through something. And then writing that down, and writing down what it is that God spoke to you through it, and meditating on that throughout the day. Our goal in reading is, God, make me more like you. How can I attain to that? So reading, journaling, studying it out, um, looking up definitions to certain words, and asking questions. Sometimes there are things in the Bible that are just straight up confusing. <laughs> That's what leaders are here for. So Daniel and I are here for. I mean, even Google sometimes can help. Shoot. <laughs> 
And just looking stuff up, not just settling with, well, that was silly, that didn't make any sense, whatever, skip. But really, okay, why didn't it make sense? Well, what could it mean? Maybe there's some great revelation in there that God wants to speak to you through. I'm meditating on scripture. So let's say you're dealing with trying to get healing in some area of your life. Well, learning the healing scriptures and start meditating on those throughout the day and claiming those over your life. Another big one was praying and not just asking God for things. Like our boys right now, we pray over them every night and it's really cute because Daniel will pray with them. Daniel prays really loud. And (laughs) Ezekiel will always repeat the last two things he says. So like, God, I pray that you give the boys favor. Ezekiel will say, favor. And he just like really gets into it, you know, and it's, it's super cute. <laughs> and they're, you know, they're learning and figuring it out. Uh, but it, we want to express to God, not just our needs and we want to be thankful, yes, but even our feelings, you know, letting God know, God, I am so mad right now or I'm sad. It's okay to express those feelings to God. Yes, he already knows, but he can actually speak back to you if you're open and honest with him. And taking the time in your prayer life that when you're venting or when you're praying, stopping for a minute and listening and giving God the opportunity to speak back to you and to answer your questions and to help you understand the frustrations that you're going through. And answers can come in the form of visions. They can come in the form of a feeling. It can be a voice in your head, not like the creepy, like, there's a voice in my head. But... (laughs) Okay, it's not, it's not weird. Sometimes audible. I haven't gotten that personally. But be sweet. Tell me if you do. I want to know. <laughs> and worshiping at home. You know, the Bible says that he inhabits the praises of his people. God is so good. He deserves our worship. And I love that we get to worship at church. We have an awesome band. I mean, they just rock it out. And you can tell that they pray over what they're going to do and that they want the presence of God to be in the room, not just music playing. And I love that. But God can also speak to you and help you to overcome things when you worship in your bedroom with just a CD. Maybe it's of our band. I don't know. They're pretty good. (laughs) But just trying and learning from others as well. That's one of the great things about church is it's a place where you can make friends that also love Jesus and that you can talk to and hear their testimony and their experiences and what they're going through and what they have gone through. And you can talk about well, oh, did you read about this before? What did you think of that? And bouncing things off each other. It's an awesome place to be able to do that. And even taking action. So once you've learned things in the Bible, and once you've learned things from God, what are you going to do with it? You know, praying for people, stepping outside of your comfort zone and doing what you can with what you have and not being afraid, allowing God the opportunity to work. One of the greatest reasons to journal is at some point, everyone goes through what we call a dry season. It's a lot like going through hell sometimes, not going to lie, because it's one of those times when God isn't felt tangibly. It's one of those times when you don't necessarily feel like you're hearing from God. That's a rough spot to be if you have been hearing from God, if you've been experiencing his presence. It's very normal, but journaling helps us remember, okay, I know this is rough, but I remember when. And I can look back and I can read it. And I can say, God, I know that you are good. I know that you exist. I know that you are real regardless of what I feel. Regardless of what I think. God, you are good. God is still there and do not give up during those times. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. For we live by faith, 
not by sight. We have to keep going and praying and worshiping during those times. You know, sometimes I've experienced dry seasons in my life, and when I think about it, it generally tends to be because I got busy. And so I'd be like, oh, I'll read tomorrow. Oh, well, I just I don't have time to pray tonight. It tends to be I kind of create the dry seasons. The Bible says that he can be found when we seek him. But it's really easy to get caught up in life and stop seeking him and to just get comfortable with where you're at. Um, so making sure that we're praying through that and worshiping and reading regardless of our feelings and asking God, God, is there anything that's gone on in my life that has created a wall? God, is there anything I need to repent of? Is there anything I can do differently? Because I want to feel your presence again. I want to be back in that place of relationship with you. And we just can't rely on our emotions. Emotions are very fickle, and they cannot be trusted. God is who he is because of who he is, not because of how we feel. And remembering that is important. And sometimes, like Psalms 27:14 says, Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Sometimes it's just waiting and trusting God and saying, God, I don't feel you right now, but I know that I have. I know that you're there. I know that you are good. And I will wait this out regardless of how I feel. I will stick by you and living by faith. Jeremiah 17, 9. The heart is more deceitful than all else and is desperately sick. Who can understand it? That's again referring to emotions. You don't want to trust your emotions and your feelings. You want to learn how to rely on God regardless of your circumstances, regardless of how you feel. That really came into play for me when we had Ezekiel because he was born eight weeks early and it was a really terrifying time for me. As a mom, to see my baby hooked up to all these machines and all this stuff, and being like, but God, what, what are you doing? <laughs> Why? You know, and having those questions and having the frustrations and not even wanting to speak to him. Just being frustrated. But knowing, remembering, no, God is good. I know that God is good. I know that God is there. God, how, help me to see you through this. Help me to learn from this experience. What can I do? Who can I help? How can I be there? What can I do differently? Romans 5.1 says, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And Habakkuk 2.4, Look at the proud. They trust in themselves, and their lives are crooked. But the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. You have to remember, God, that you are faithful. No matter what I see, no matter what I feel, no matter my frustrations, no matter what I don't understand, God, I will trust in you, no matter what. And it was so much easier for me during that time because I had built up the basis. I had the journals to go back to. I had the experiences to remember. I was able to say, okay, God, this doesn't feel good, but I know that you're going to work it out. And I know that I trust you, and I know that we live in a fallen world where sometimes stupid things happen. Sometimes our bodies don't function the way they're supposed to. But God, I trust you, and I know that you can work this out. Now, have you guys ever had a friend and then you kind of grew distant? Anybody ever done that? It's kind of like, eh, keep going back. It's pretty easy to do. I've noticed in my friendships throughout my life that I'll have like a really strong best friend and we hang out like, I don't know, every day. <laughs> Text constantly things, and all of a sudden it just kind of dwindles down. And that happens especially fast if you stop texting. 
and stop checking their Instagram and their Twitter and you just get busy with life and all of a sudden you just realize, oh, I haven't talked to Lauren in like three weeks. That's weird. Making sure we don't do that with God. Now, what can we do in our lives to set up time for God every day? How can we set aside time? Does that mean we need to wake up earlier? Does it mean we, we need to go to bed later? Does it mean we need to stop in the middle of the day? Just making sure that that's a priority so that we don't become distant from him. Because God has such good plans for us and so many things that he wants to do for us and through us. And he wants to lead us by his Holy Spirit. He doesn't just want us to have to go through life wondering, what am I going to do? No, at the end of the school year, that's when it's always like, I need direction. I don't know what to do next. What am I going to do with my summer? What am I going to do? I'm graduating. And if we can stay in tune with God, those questions aren't so bad. Because it's, well, God hasn't said anything yet, so I'm just waiting. Or, hey, God said. And it's something, whatever he said, you know, and you know what to do. That's how God wants your life to be. He doesn't want you just walking around aimlessly. He wants to be able to say, hey, Grace, I want you to talk to somebody. Hey, see that girl over there? I want you to tell her this. I'm giving God those opportunities. God, how can you use me today? God, is there anything you want to say to Kennedy today? Just let me put you on the spot. I know you're feeling awkward. <laughs> John 10.10, 10, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. Ecclesiastes 8.15, so I commend the enjoyment of life. God doesn't want you to just be boring or be a lump on the log. He wants you to enjoy your life. He wants you to not just live life, but live it to the full. So remembering that God has good things planned for you. And if you can stay walking in the path that he has for you, it's going to be awesome. And you're going to love it. And you won't have to go through pain and, and heartaches. And you won't have to go through the wondering and the, God, what do I do? Because God will be there with you every step of the way. He wants to give you direction and have you be happy. And it so would stink to just miss out. I love feeling God's presence and hearing his voice and being led by his spirit. It's so good. If you guys could bow your head and close your eyes. Tonight, if you have given your life to God, but perhaps you're not fully living the way that God wants you to, if you want someone to talk to you, I'm going to be here, of course, after service and would love to pray with you and help you through that. But tonight, you're like, I don't really know that God. I've never had that kind of relationship with him, but I want to. I want to give you that opportunity as well. Because God desires to know you. He desires to lead you and guide you and to help you through every aspect of your life. So if that's something that you would like to do and you haven't done, I'd like for you to raise your hand because I'd like to pray for you. You're not going to have to come up. That on the count of three, one, two, three. Raise your hand. And if you have decided that you want to start making your relationship with God more serious, and if you have any other questions about what that looks like or how to make that happen, make sure you come and talk to one of us leaders. We want to help you walk through this. You don't have to do it alone. God, we come before you in Jesus' name. God, we just thank you for this wonderful day, even with all the snow. It still looks pretty. And God, we just thank you for who you are. God, we pray that you would 
uplift and encourage us in your, our walk with you, God. We pray that you'd send strong Christian friends across all of our paths, God, that could uplift and encourage us in our walk with you. God, that you'd help us to be bold and courageous, God, that we would desire you and the things of you, that you would draw us to you and give us a hunger and thirst for you and for your word, Lord. Pray protection over everyone as they go home tonight. In Jesus' name, amen.